Are we, are we all are we all rolling? We're all uh, rolling. Yeah, everything's rolling. Great. This is amazing. Well, Brilliant. Hello guys. We are back. <laughs> you're you're listening to episode five. We're getting closer and closer to that number eight. hundred episodes. No. Oh, number baby eight. Baby steps, Angus. Oh yeah, number step. eight is the. What's number eight? <laughs> um, so there's there's like a there, there was like a some form form of like study that went about was most podcasts tend to kind of die out after the eighth episode. Okay. And again, I don't know whether this is like factually true or or what the what the case is, but. I'm kind of going with it and just being like, as soon as we get to that number eight mark, we are officially like pro podcasters and it's, pro, it's just going to last yeah. forever. Um, I don't know who we you, got for number eight, make it but past. they've got to be like... You've actually got to make it past yeah. that. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who we got for number eight, but they've got to be like top level. Otherwise, that's going to be the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll never do it again. Just end it on a high. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, thank Brilliant. you for tuning in, guys. Um <laughs> who, who have we got on today? You've kind of heard him already. And yeah. Would you like to um, introduce yourself? Well, we, we delving through our list of people to get onto this podcast, we found this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I this probably, is, uh, what's your name? My name's, I'm Henry. I'd have, it's such an honour to be on this podcast. Oh my goodness. Who are you two guys? I bet I was bottom no of the barrel. No sarcasm at all. Off the I think you're <laughs> scraping the barrel with me. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't schedule me no, for episode nine. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, no, Henry, we love you. We love you being here, and we're so thankful that you're here. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Um, so we we've been for the past couple, few weeks, we've been doing a little segment in which I've been. Re- recommending a film to Joel and we've decided that actually we're gonna snip that segment after this week because it's getting a little bit boring but I still recommended a series to Joel and I want a very quick I'm gonna give him 30 seconds to give me a quick review on the series Hollywood on Netflix get the time rolling three two one go um I didn't like it until the until the final two episodes um Right, I okay. was literally though like I, I I text you and I was just like, why have you got me to watch this? Um, it was just like, it was just the most like random start to it. Was it. Pretty random. And then as as it picked up towards towards the end when they started to make the film and stuff, I was like, great, like this is this is something that I could Five listen seconds. to. And I would give it a solid seven out of ten, just on the ending great. alone. Well, that's that segment done and completely Wait, dead I, for the rest. What of was it about? Go. What is it? <laughs> You've not given me enough time. Yeah, John, your synopsis was awful. Your synopsis was so bad. Give me like two minutes and I'll explain. (laughs) Right. So, so it's 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 about a like a young actor who's just moved to LA, who wants to like make it in the film business, and then realizes when he gets there that it's actually a lot harder than it went, or a lot more harder than he thought it would be and the american dream yeah like the american dream just kind of hit him and he then has to then go and like do some uh some unfavorable actions to various people at a (laughs) gas station that's probably the best way that i can and then that's why i was just like i don't really want to watch this anymore um but then it kind of like le- leads on from but there. But then it cha- it changes quite quickly. Angus just like, punched a lot of his stuff mic. Like, <laughs> I just punched my mic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like overall, it's yeah. it's a good little good little show. Um, I would recommend Great. it if you you like that sort of thing. But um, great. I think awesome. I'm so glad that that segment is dead now. Yeah, because I was finding it really difficult to recommend films to you, and you didn't like any of them. <laughs> so, um, are you quite yeah, picky I, with films, anyway, Joel? Um. I like, I just, if a film's shot well, I'm happy, which this was shot very well. Um, is that, so that, is that the main shot, thing you're looking for? Yeah, I'll, obviously I want a good story as well, but if I can like visually connect with something, then I'm like, That's good. I'll go with it. But I would say that it was, I wasn't totally happy with the thing. So I'm, I'm calling that as a 2-1 victory for me on that. Yeah, yeah, okay. I will, I will concede defeat. Um, <laughs> Well, anyway, we've got a much more exciting segment today. We we have Henry Milne here, um, and I mean, I could give everything's you- fallen down. <laughs> everything's fallen down. 
It's for, all gone for wrong. For those of you watching, it's on, all gone wrong. On YouTube, <laughs> Henry has just punched his phone or whatever. I thought it was bad when Archie when uh, Angus punched the mic. I've just punched the. <laughs> He's phone. just gone flying across the room. You won't have seen it because we're we're recording it on on cameras. But that was oh, that was brilliant. That was that was, that was class. Was um, so Henry, I've just given Joel thirty seconds to talk about this thing. If I can give you thirty seconds to introduce yourself okay, and talk yeah. about your life, starting in uh, three, two, one. Thirty seconds go. Okay, so I'm Henry. I was born in Shoreham near <laughs> Worthing. Uh, grew up um, as a, in a Christian family, and twenty seconds. I uh, loved art and music at school so i've decided to <laughs> get into that kind of thing i'm a songwriter 10 seconds um, i also like designing and creating videos and creative things five and i'm married to hannah who's the love of my life yeah there we go great that's amazing well we learned quite a lot about henry from that but we're also just to just to learn even more about you I'm going to give you some quick fire questions to answer, okay? And you only have three seconds oh to answer goodness. each one of this these. This is so okay? stressful. I didn't realize so this podcast I hope, is so stressful. I hope with, with the lag of the internet, this isn't going to be too awkward. <laughs> okay? You have, you have three seconds to answer every single one of these, okay? First thing that comes to your head. Are you ready? All right. Yeah? Okay. okay. What's your favorite meat? Pork. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Uh, yellow. What's your favorite album? Um... Under oath, uh, 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 to find the <laughs> I couldn't decide which under oath album. <laughs> what do, what noise does a duck make? Quack. What noise does a squid make? Mm, squid. <laughs> What's the last thing you ate? Uh, toasty. Um, what's the last thing you drank? Water. Okay, and then grab the nearest thing to you that that's name begins with M. <laughs> Mouse. Oh, <laughs> what I love is there's a microphone right in front of you. Oh yeah. And you. <laughs> uh, well, wow. We learned a bit about Henry there. Um, so you spoke a little bit about what you do. Um, but do you want to talk about um, sort of what do you do at the moment? What what's um, what's sort of filling your time? What um, you know, sort of what are you what are you creating? What you're putting out? All that jazz. Yeah, great. Um, uh, so I work for St. Peter's Church in Brighton. Uh, and my <laughs> job is I um, look after the kind of creative team and also kind of creative direct um, some projects. And I also look after like the branding and design and all that kind of thing. I kind of oversee it and like work with amazing volunteers and um, amazing team which these two guys are a part of um, <laughs> at St. Peter's. And so I, my favorite part is just, um, yeah, getting people involved with different projects that we do as a church. And at the moment, um, since lockdown, we've been putting church online. So yeah. that's been the main thing that we've been doing. So every Sunday um, we'll have a service online, which we call it the Sunday check-in, um, which is a chance to check in with each other and um, see and kind of hear a bit from the family we tend to have an interview with someone and um, we worship together and we hear a talk. And so my role is um, I help kind of produce produce that kind of um, awesome. yeah. the running order and then also edit the videos and stuff each week. So that's what I've been spending most of my time doing. We're definitely going to talk um, a bit more in depth about online church a little bit later on. Because nice. I think you, you've got some really, really valuable insights that could be really really useful to people listening i know that you probably don't think that you do but you definitely <laughs> do <laughs> um so sort of what how how did henry's journey start in the kind of in the creative side of things what did you because obviously you mentioned from a young age you were very much into like art and music and 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 all that sort of stuff how did you decide oh this is what i want to do in my life this is what i want to go on and do um was it a fairly progressional thing or was it like one day you made the decision or you know stuff like that yeah um, well um i'm from like, my family is very creative so my dad um is a or was a graphic designer his dad was a graphic designer as well um oh, wow. my brother <laughs> was a graphic designer <laughs> also he's like a furniture like furniture maker 
Um, my mum's just, she's a singer. She's, I just, from a very creative family and from an early age was always kind of brought up, um, I don't know, in, a, in an environment which uh, allowed us to, me and my brothers to kind of be creative and not worry too much about failure or to tr- give things a go and um, mm. which I really appreciate. And so, yeah, I, I kind of grew up um, really enjoying art and, and music as well. And so I, when I was, I don't know, 13 or whatever and got, a, got my first electric guitar, straight away, like, wanted to start writing music. Probably started writing music before I even, like, started le- learning songs. But, um, <laughs> and so then I kind of, like, been in bands and things and realized that I enjoyed to create um, yeah. music, but also... Yeah, it was just I just realized that I whatever it was, whether it was music or whether it was art or drawing or something, I just really enjoyed creating. Um mm-hmm. so after school I put all my eggs in the kind of music basket and um studied that like at college and university. Um and through through that was also continued songwriting and was also was in more bands and so music's always been a part of, of like my life. Um but yeah, as well as that, I've, like, as I said, with the kind of the graphic designers in my family, I've always really enjoyed that as well. So um, what I got to do as part of St. Peter's was a mixture of both as part of our like worship, our worship team. Um, I got to do, we get to do kind of music and kind of also design and creative stuff within that as well. Um, so yeah, so... You said you said about starting kind of music when you got your first electric guitar. Was that kind of like the first, the first kind of uh, like time that you started thinking like, oh, like music's kind of what I want to do and like stuff like that? Or was was there something a little bit earlier? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like I was always interested in artier things, creative things, rather than like academic things Mm. um but it probably wasn't until like yeah around the age of like 13 I think it was when like it was my music teacher that said that I was quite good at like the composing or something and I was like I didn't know that like I didn't know that I was any different to anyone else oh cool um so that was so that was when I kind of like thought oh I'd like to do that more um yeah so it wasn't probably until then that and I still didn't, I still didn't know what I wanted to do in my life and I still don't, but, um, yeah, I definitely, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) (laughs) So, so like what, what was the kind of the first step where you were just like, oh, like, this is where, this is kind of what I want to do. Like, did you like join a band or did you start doing stuff yourself or what was the kind of process with that? Yeah. Well, um, I, cause I was in bands, but I probably didn't imagine that I'd ever be like, a rock star and like with as my full full job or for like um but i did but I, I had always wondered about like um doing music for moving image or doing of just being like a, a songwriter um so that's probably yeah kind of what i what made me think oh yeah whether this would be a thing yeah that's really cool I, so so um i don't know if i don't even know if angus knows this i i grew up in quite a no like a musical family myself so i was like in and around that i'm like the opposite of like musical like i can't play anything apart from like the occasional ukulele or whatever but like i was i was brought up in that that kind of environment where it was kind of going like my parents were always playing music and stuff like that and it's it's kind of given me that extra little bit i still don't quite know what i'm talking about when it comes to it but it gives me it just just like growing up around it is there's so many different levels to it and especially like it's very similar to like what I do and like what we do is with like the media stuff but there's I didn't realize how much went into kind of like music and Hmm. like audio production um so like did you did so what what you you said that you were like kind of in and around those kind of setups with whether that was like just playing yourself or like bands and stuff. Yeah. Did you did you start when when was the first time you kind of did like a like a big kind of show in front of people? Or? Um uh it was probably like so this was in like secondary school uh that I was in a band. Amazing. I was in a band called The Llama Guns. 
Very the cool. What? The llama guns. Llama guns, yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, we would do like the school like talent shows. And then like that was the that, that was llama guns. <laughs> we do that the school talent show. In front of people. Yeah. And that was that oh, was great. that was a big crowd at the time. How how for, many for people us. were in the llama oh, guns? This, oh uh, there was four of us. Four. Wow. It, what what, what, what what style and genre? Uh, it was probably like kind of like indie music. Um, oh, really? Have you have you got any? Uh, I don't any recordings. Well, oh. I do, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you do, but not that we can. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> not that we can have public. access to. Exactly. Um, so, obviously, talking about music and stuff. Uh, obviously, we both know that. A few years ago, was it a few years ago? Maybe you sort of started with this this project, um, on off on. Hmm. Um, I, I I never actually I regret I never actually got to like properly ask you about on off on. So I guess this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Um, talk us through what you envisioned it as because it was it's a music project more than more than anything else. It was sort of a yeah. you know. Um, so let's talk us through just sort of like vision behind it. Um, and yeah yeah sure um well i think like i think i realized that i had been even though i've been doing quite a lot of songwriting it'd been a long time since i'd like done any writing that was like felt like my own voice or like my own thing like um i've been doing a lot of writing as part of the church and as like for and with other people for their projects and i kind of hadn't didn't have anything and so i thought oh well it would be worth trying to like I don't know, do my own project and see what kind of happened. Um, and so I did started to do a bunch of writing that was a bit more like just off my own, I don't know, off my own like ideas and things. Um, and then came up with on a thon. Um, and the kind of style of it was just a bit of like experimenting with a few different types of music or um, things that I liked. And then kind of like landed on this slightly more like synthy kind of vocoder style thing that then like, I kind of quite liked. So mm. did a five track kind of EP um, and yeah, called it on a phone, did a few like shows and stuff. Um, and like, I still kind of, I'm doing bits and bobs, like kind of still <laughs> doing few, like writing that could come under the kind of on a phone uh, mm. name. But yeah, as you say, like I know, I'm not sure if I did it because I wanted to be like an artist or something necessarily. Oh, that's cool. Um, but like, cause I've, cause I've got some thoughts with it that like might not necessarily look quite like a standard, I don't know, artist. Yeah. Um, and would like to do some like music for, vi for video and for film, which could also come under the kind of on a phone banner. Yeah. And also that style of music as well could be cool. So I, I guess it's like, sort of, it's, it was sort of like a creative outlet. Yeah, more exactly. Than a, yeah. More than a, I want to, you know, sort of like, this is going to be my future or whatever. It was more a sort of, I've got yeah, all these yeah. ideas, spew them out onto some paper and play yeah. them, you know, like. Um, yeah, and I think, and I'd so encourage cool. people, like, I think that's an important thing to do, like, um, just, yeah, I it just have an outlet for your kind of art or your creativity, yeah. or at least just like, um, it's, it feels a shame to not, to not, if you've got stuff in there, to not get it out and like, yeah, I don't know, see what it sounds like, see what it looks yeah. like. No, honestly, some of those songs were absolute bangers. They were. Like, <laughs> I remember. I remember. I came to do a um, like a video project back here for, I think it was like a local school or whatever, and um, and they, they they sent me all of the stuff and then said, oh, we'd really love to use this song, and then sent me Weathered Palms, and I was like. I got a second. <laughs> Did I just read that right? Like that was nice. Henry. Like, and they, and they were like, "Yeah, no, it just came up on Spotify. It sounds great." I'm like, "Okay, great, awesome." Nice. Like, um, so yeah, but um, but yeah, that's really cool. That was like a you saw you were like, "I need a creative outlet to to put out all of these ideas," kind of thing. And it, yeah, it was so cool. I guess um, we can sort of move from that into Bright City a bit um, nice. and talk about sort of yeah. stuff like that i don't maybe i'll hand over to joel because i've been yeah. saying quite a lot so so, so wh when did you first get involved with bright city um so yeah so bright city it, if you don't know what it is uh it mm, is yes. the um it's kind of like the uh part of our church 
Well, actually, I'll tell you the, sto- the story of how it came out. But that'd be so, amazing. Great. That'd be so um, cool. It must have been about, I don't know how long ago, five or six years ago, something like that around then. Um, we, as some of the songwriters, as part of the church, got together and did, did some writing um, with kind of no real like, there wasn't a, well, we're going to write, write a record or anything. It was just, we wanted, we just need, knew we wanted to do some songwriting. So um, we got together and like had a couple of, like, I think it was two or three day like retreat of songwriting. And at the end of it, we like had like 13 tracks and it was like, oh, oh wow, there's <laughs> these like, amazing songs that we didn't even know were, were there. And they were all just like within us. Um, and so at this point, we then decided to record them and release them as a record. Um, and so that was the start of, that was that kind of birthed Bright City, which was the name yeah. that we kind of gave it. Uh, it's funny because we called the, there was a song called Bright City. The album was called Bright City. And I think we were, and we became called Bright City. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was the start of it. And, and basically from there, we've been just kind of working out. It was kind of like, it was no intention to do that that just happened and then it was kind of like okay so what is bright city and so bright city now is is the um it's the worship movement of the church so it's the it's the team of people um at st peter's who kind of uh, musicians producers um artists designers um dancers kind of like it's our i would just call it like a creative um team mm. but um yeah so and since then we've we've re- um done three kind of records and a instrumental record um yeah. so yeah we've just we literally just released one yes change yes last week yeah, that was exciting. amazing that's so cool yeah. uh so i get so you're involved from the beginning pretty much you sort of um yeah so i was one of those yeah. one of the writers at the beginning yeah which amazing. was really cool that's yeah. so cool um so obviously um you released the bright city album how did that how did that i don't actually remember it i don't remember it coming out i remember the second album coming out um but i the first album how did that sort of go down was that almost a release and and then the church picked it up and then slowly it sort of got bigger or was it a um you know how did that sort of end up coming out you know yeah yeah, yeah. Sense of- well it was it was exciting time because yeah so like first time that the church had released a record um mm. and like the songs on that first record are quite like well each song's quite different and it's yeah. it sounds like um I don't know, like it's a different artist per song. Yeah. And a lot of them, we kind of, after writing them, we, we let, we've we like played a few of them at church, um, but probably not loads, like like only 20% of the album we've probably like actually done led at church. Um, so there's a bit of like, oh, well, what is this? Is it like an artist album? Is it a worship album? Is it like, mm. so there's those kind of questions around that. Um, but it, but it was amazing that the kind of response from the church itself and like just so, so supportive and everyone loving the songs and having it on yeah. in the cars and like that was so cool. Um, and we had, we again, like we didn't have any like expectations for it. Yeah. Um, so for it, for anyone to like pick it up outside of St. Peter's was kind of like, wow, this is, this is cool. This is awesome. Yeah. No, um, I, I do remember, I remember the, I remember Hello Maker coming out and I remember that being actually quite big in the sort of like, church of england you know like network in a sense it's like it did come out and it was like whoa there's this cool album from these random people in brighton like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like and all of these songs are actually really really cool and then they got bigger and bigger and like it amazes me sometimes when i go onto the bright city spotify to see how many streams some of them have got i'm like what you wouldn't even like imagine how much of an yeah. impact some of those songs have had um and they well, really do like, like and they resonate but, with quite a few people as well. Like I go to, I could go to the most remote church, and I'd walk in, they'd be like, "My life is built," and like, I'd be like, <laughs> "What? This is so weird." Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's sort of there was such an impact with, with that album especially. I don't know, um, I don't know whether that was felt as much in Brighton as it was sort of around the place because I remember seeing. Um, well, actually, <laughs> this was before I moved to Brighton, but bumping into everyone at Focus and getting to know everybody at Focus, and. I think Hello Maker had just come out and um and it was huge and it was like whoa this is like you know this is our this is our, our creative like oh oh am I back lost you and we've lost you again <laughs> awesome great um <laughs> sorry so- for causing that little <laughs> yeah, so after a little bit of technical difficulties we are now back with 
the amazing Henry Milne. <laughs> Continue on. What, what were we, we talking about? We were talking about Bright City, I think. Um, anyway, so we've had <laughs> we've had uh, the the Bright City album, um, Hello Maker, and then Still. Um, so I'm really interested in Still because Still was like it seemed like a huge project, like a sort of. Um, but this is a it's a, it's a um, what is it? It's a line of of albums from Integrity music um, yes yeah yeah about, uh, that are just instrumental versions of worship worship records um by their different artists i don't know how much you can tell us about still yeah well there's um <laughs> but if you talk about that that'd be great the first one um rivers and robots did so yeah they did yeah, a so right. the kind of concept is like instrumental songs um worship songs that so some of like so the uh although i think for rivers and robots they were all they, and i don't think any of the songs were their own but um it's an amazing album actually like really yeah, beautiful so um album and we got asked to do the second one which was like so cool because yeah um and actually even from like early days we had in mind to do like some kind of instrumental thing i think like there's such power in the music as well as the lyrics um and so when we got asked to do it we it was like, oh yeah, that sounds awesome. I'll definitely do that. Um, and Johnny, who does kind of most of the production for Bright City, kind of took that project on. Um, and so we kind of, as actually as a as a wide wider team, decided on the songs that we were going to do. So we even like so the whole Bright City team, which is like was about fifty people or something, um, wrote the, the kind of top songs that they would want on that record. And we, from that, kind of worked out what, what we'd put on it. Um, so that was a really cool um, process. And then Johnny in the studio, kind of masterminding everything, um, invited members of the team to come in and record different parts. And um, yeah, so we did mostly kind of other people's songs, but then we had a few of our own songs on there as well. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so it was a good fun it's project. Brilliant. Sounds so good. Um, and I guess that this all sort of built up to the new album. Because the new the new album that obviously that actually only just came out it came out last Friday um, yeah. <laughs> so um, firstly that was such a mammoth project <laughs> so like um, I guess congratulations it's finally <laughs> like <laughs> relaxed a bit I guess um, but obviously uh, what I loved about because we'll, we'll talk about the live recording as well but um, when we were we were doing live recording and, and we got the set list through and I was like whoa this is so good like we got some old songs in there we got some new songs in there like um the uh, the song my prayer that i saw was in there i was like oh this is gonna be great because um i actually <laughs> um first heard that song after after giving my life to jesus and then um heard it and i was like an emotional wreck huh. so, <laughs> like, That's so on the on the night it was even more of an emotional wreck yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh wow. what i love what i love about the new album is that as i say it's, it's got all the old stuff in it and then it's also got some some really really powerful new songs um and these new songs are 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 going to make quite. A, I don't want to be ironic, but they're going to make quite a lot of a change. <laughs> and they're going to like, you know, they are going to sort of break through, and they are going to make a a big impact. Um, so, I'm not going to get you to break down every song. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but so, but obviously, um, you're quite heavily involved with the writing process and stuff like that. So, do you want to just talk about like how it started? How how we sort of how yeah, you sort great. of started formulating the ideas for these for these yeah. new songs at yeah least. great um yeah yeah amazing well we'd um been doing a bit of writing um this this process uh we it wasn't kind of like a big writing retreat that we then got a bunch of songs from um we'd just kind of been writing over the years and kind of working up a few different kind of ideas and stuff um to the point at which then we thought oh well let's intentionally write for a record and so we kind of started to develop on some of the ideas that we'd had. And um, yeah, from that, we had it was six new songs that kind of came out of that that we felt were really, that were kind of like strong, um, strong enough for the record, uh, which was perfect because we, we had in mind that we wanted to do a live record and it felt right to also in, in that live record have some of the songs from the first two record, first two albums as well. Mm. Um, and so that actually kind of six songs that kind of was bit per was perfect really um 
and so with a combination of some of the other ones it kind of made up the album but the new songs uh yeah i mean some of those ideas are like a couple of years old like or like and i mean even change was an idea that um we kind of was just on the kind of back burner and was like was really cool and exciting but like didn't feel like it was ready ready and then so to pick that back pick that kind of back up and and work on that and then for it to become the kind of title track was really cool and that's like an encouragement if you're a songwriter and you've got songs that you've had for a few years and that like aren't ever finished like they sometimes it's just the timing of it or it's just like um fresh inspiration for those but that's that's really cool um and then other songs that kind of came quite quickly and um yeah i mean there's often often we with our writing we'd have like a theme or like an idea so something like um not going back actually just like started with just a title and it wasn't yeah. actually it wasn't even that title it was uh, the title yeah. was slavery days yeah and uh and that's what it started with and we worked on that um and decided that we yeah we wanted a kind of a song that um was like celebration and upbeat and um kind of yeah up uh that kind of you could imagine off the back of like um a baptism service or someone yeah. kind of um being saved or like that kind of thing so um that's the kind of inspiration for that song and um yeah there's we kind of get inspiration from all different types of things and songs come about all in all different types of ways sometimes it's yeah lyric sometimes it's melody sometimes just a theme or a title but um I yeah, remember so when you first led Not Going Back in the original form, because I was actually, I was mixing that Sunday and I oh, was like, dear. I was struggling with the mix anyway. And oh no, I bet you were like, I bet the mix was fine. And it was the, the 9.30 and it was just like, <laughs> it's just like literally tumbleweed. <laughs> and I was like, is it me? Have I messed it up? And then like, and then I remember it must have been two or three months later when you first led it at a baptism service. And it was just <laughs> after the baptism and it was like, oh my lord this is like what <laughs> oh man yeah. how did we get from this song to this song <laughs> it was so it yeah. was cr- cringeworthy the first time we let that it was kind of like close your eyes <laughs> and just <laughs> get through it like we've started it just go for it now just like. go for it like kind of like people on the front row like just faces of like confusion and like <laughs> or like me trying to get them to clap is like what are you no. trying to get me to do? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, again, the, another, I like I like calling it the, the I've smelled a bad fart look. You get it at the Church <laughs> of England quite a lot. Is whenever you're doing a new song or whatever, it's just like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just oh, looked man. like they smelled, smelled a bad fart. But we persisted and we finished yeah. the song. And, <laughs> yeah. it, and we saw and it great. in the yeah in the context that we imagined it. So yeah. 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 I feel like it's I've amazing. just kind of sunk to the bottom of the... Uh, the pile here because i don't have no idea what you're talking about when it comes <laughs> to music. um but some, something i can talk about is yeah. obviously you did the live album for the album but you also did a series of videos for them as well um can you kind of tell us what that sort of process was like and how what, were you involved at all with with like the the creative side of that or yeah um, and do you mean the live videos or like the graphics yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So the live stuff. Yeah, so like kind of, um, it was the first time we did a live record and it was also the first time we'd ever really filmed anything like that before. So it was all kind of very new to yeah. us and quite ambitious that we were going to do a live record and film it as well in our building. Yeah. And so um, it was a very fun project and also just a lot of learning from it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so sure. we. So we filmed it at the 10 year anniversary of St. Peter's. Um, so like packed the, packed the room full of people. And yeah, as you say, we, we basically um, had a team. Um, so I was involved, yeah, in kind of, um, well, I was involved a bit, but not really. It was an amazing team of people um, fil- filming and um, kind of like directing it all. Uh, shout out to Fruit Media. Fruit shout Media, out to my Real old Even. Work. As well. Home Love Fruit Media. <laughs> so yeah, um, Fruit Media and we are even collab. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing team of like videographers and, and guys kind of working on that. Um, but yeah, such a new process because it was also, it was, the, it was trying to get everything to be right in the moment. So you're kind of working on the music and all that, all that being 
recorded right in the moment mm. you're also working on like the lighting in the room being right so that's yeah. all rehearsed and like amazing freddie um who did all the lights and designed up the kind of lighting amazing and then operated it on the night and that all has to be in time and in sync yeah. and the right colors then you're using graphics as well on the screen which like is also syncing up with the lights and then filming it so it was all like all these things so it couldn't have been like it was just oh, just so stressful but there was so much that came together like on the day it was just <laughs> oh, insane. i remember it was it was at lunchtime when like we suddenly realized that like um Will hadn't programmed any of the Ableton stuff in to trigger all the graphics. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, it was like, so ah, quickly, much. somebody get him the project file, do that or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I was still, we we were still, me and, um, honestly, the, the crew that were there that, that week were just like insane. Obviously, we've got so Freddie brilliant. Meunier on lights and then Jack Murray as well, um, sort of heading up the sort of yeah rigging and everything like that and then I, I i was there with them as well but not really doing much but <laughs> but we were still still putting lights up on the day and still like, oh, man, doing yeah. some so stuff. much happening i mean we were like and the, tw tweaking the lyrics on the day <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had to like change i, was, I wasn't gonna mention that change like, <laughs> the lyric videos like on yeah. the day so i'm like and, asking will like he's already synced all the videos like and i'm like i could do change it <laughs> change the lyric. and then yeah. obviously the incredible matt hill sort of like yeah. taking over sort of recording and then adam dixon on front of house yeah. there were so many amazing team. people that, that sort of pulled it together in a sense of like and it literally was it was so i, I don't think any of us are going to forget it in a hurry like hmm. being there on the night like everyone who was there was like wow yeah, <laughs> I, was, like, I, was, I was gutted um, that i wasn't there yeah John i am I heard about it early because there was there was a few talks about video team and stuff like that, um, but then all went quiet. And then I just I saw it was happening. I was like, Oh, why wasn't I here? Like I really want to be here and just see this in person. But like just watching all of the videos back, it's like they're so they're so like well put together and like like it all sounds great. And yeah, I think I think you should, everyone involved should be really proud of kind of what they've done yeah. um it felt good it also it felt like we captured a bit of because some of what the even the songwriting and also the reason to record it in the building was to like capture a bit of this epic building in the center yeah. of brighton and so that was really captured with the video and with the and even with the lighting some of the choices of like lighting up the the actual building itself rather than just the stage and like yeah, sure. wanted to kind of like get a bit of that in it um and so really glad that some of that comes across um, yeah, yeah well. that, that 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 like ultra wide shot from the back is just like wow on, like, on yeah, the yeah. Uh, on the jesus shelf yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally there's like a big cross at the back of st peter's and they just built a um <laughs> like a platform and just screwed it to the cross and then just stuck in a mirror on it <laughs> and it was like <laughs> it's like what kind of and it's like what <laughs> but it looked um, insane it was like yeah, and then obviously along with like that sort of creative side of the videos, there was obviously also the uh, the like the side of like the graphics and the artwork and stuff. Um, obviously, each of the like the singles had like a set kind of artwork, and they all had the different coloured kind of yeah. lines. What was the what was kind of the thoughts behind that, or like, what was the thought process behind those those lines, and how it all kind of went into the album cover as as a whole? Yeah, great. The um yeah, so the artwork, um, so I, I'll kind of work together with um, Ollie Purchase and also Josh Price, um, who designed everything. And he'd, he'd been the designer from the previous records as well. And so um, we wanted to develop the kind of like slash um, brand type thing um, yeah. uh, further. So that was in the first album and also the second album, um, all the kind of icons make up the slash. We wanted to take it another step and use that again. And we kind of came up with this concept of just like each song had assigned its own color and own direction. Um, and actually also on the night we used um, like live, like graphics and stuff, um, which were made by Luke Brown. And he, and we kind of, we took photos of textures and things around Brighton <clears throat> as well. So each song had its own kind of texture and feeling mm. and color and direction, which then like, when all these kind of strands are put together, it makes up the complete album. So the bit of the kind of idea is that like, like the team or like the, each one, each song, each person comes with a different thing. And um, 
is is diverse in themselves and together it makes up the kind of full record and an album um so that was a bit of the kind of heart for the for the artwork mm. um which was really cool and so that's yeah it's cool seeing that kind of across the the live graphics and then also like the the kind of single artwork and then finally the album yeah um, i love that it all yeah it all just kind of like <clears throat> comes together as a whole when, when you see the like the the whole project in all its glory it's like you've got all of these like single kind of artwork pieces that have kind of come together into like one big thing and it's just like yeah it's just really nice <laughs> it looks really, it's so cool it's seeing the sort of like the mystery of all the single covers going why is there just like a wonky a wonky line yeah. <laughs> and then you see yeah. them together in the album and you're yeah, like whoa yeah. this is sick like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so cool. It's honestly, I just, just talking about it makes me miss being in that building and being in, oh, the, you know, man. and doing stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of which, hmm. we're in lockdown at the moment. Um, obviously. Uh, firstly, how are you coping with lockdown? How are you finding it, like yourself? Yeah, good question. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm like, I think, as an introvert, and also like, um. I don't know, a creative as well, maybe a part of it as well. Like I, I'm not bored. Like no. I could think like, that's not one of the things, issues that I'm facing. <laughs> There's like plenty that I'm happy, like pottering on with or like writing music or designing or something. So that's fine. Uh, I mean, I definitely miss people and like, I'm definitely want it to be over so I could like <laughs> hang out with friends and family. But, um, yeah, no, doing okay. I think like I found um, like making routines really helpful for me. Um, so it gave a bit of structure. And so like even like as far as like 11 o'clock coffee and um, every Saturday going out for a bike ride and having mm -hmm. a barbecue or something, those kind of things really helped me um, and helped me and my wife Han um, mm -hmm. survive. But uh, definitely ready for it to be done now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's, you know, it's surprising how much more work lockdown is. Totally, yeah. <laughs> like, like even just putting stuff together and whatever, it's just so much more effort now that we yeah, can't, totally. you know, go and do stuff in person. Know, Speaking of which, obviously, uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, carry on. No, I was just going to say like, yeah, because there's, it's like, there's the pressure of like, oh, it's an amazing time to like, to create because I've got lots of free time. Mm. But then everything is, everything as you say is a bit harder and it's mm. harder to motivate yourself. Yeah, so then you're stuck well, thinking, oh, should I be doing all this? I've got so much time. I should be like doing this huge project or something, but then actually everything's harder and more difficult. So you're kind of stuck in this, in this loop. So that's, yeah, one of the, yeah. one of the things I've definitely found. Um, speaking of which, obviously we're, we're church is online now. Um, you've obviously taken the sort of lead on the, on the St. Peter's check-in and putting that together. How are, how are you finding that? Are you finding that, um, challenging i mean also obviously in the past couple of weeks it's it's changed a bit you're now, you're now able to to film stuff in person and film stuff with people sort of together obviously socially distanced but together at least in in a building or whatever but before that when you were doing all these like split screen worship and uh or even i, I remember the first couple of weeks where it wasn't even split screen worship it was it was just one person and it you know and all this sort of stuff how are you finding obviously it is a lot more effort than than putting together a normal service but um how are you finding the sort of the creative process of it is it yeah. hard to to make it feel fresh or is it is it fairly easy or is it no it's good yeah um i i have been enjoying it actually um and it's there's i'm trying to think like what's quite satisfying about it and what's different to normal church is that like you can make you can actually make it a lot more polished than like a normal service on a sunday <laughs> mm. which is like where you can't do any redos and if you get the lyrics wrong you you, it's happened and and all that stuff's yeah. fine and and we we got a lot of grace for that and we're really happy for things to go wrong but it's going to be interesting going back now that we can with church like make it way more polished and like mm. i could i can cut stuff out of not that i do but i could cut stuff out of talk <laughs> or like like if edit like if he says if archie says something wrong i can just about edit it or like well, not always, but sometimes you can, you can, you can do a lot really. And yeah. the transitions and things like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting going back to church where the things aren't as polished as that and mm. a bit more chaotic and a bit more clunky. And um, so like having this weird kind of experience, like it is a weird experience of church. Like I think 
us not being together is is weird and like um mm. no doubt about it this isn't an imp- improved model i don't think but there probably are stuff that like is definitely good to learn from this time um even like we're not thinking about sundays but like just in church in general us being forced out of the building is is probably a good thing and it like we can't expect people to come to us we've got to like Mm. as Mm. christians kind of be in our cities and in our neighborhoods and meet the need of our city i think that's one Mm. of the things that like one of the positive learnings from this whole experience yeah how how did obviously we sort of saw st peter's go through a few different changes to to how the online stuff was being done i remember the first week was live in the church and you had like three or four cameras set up and someone switching them and doing it all sort of and then obviously we went into lockdown that week i think it must have been the day afterwards Um, yeah and then i remember i mean shout out to the the wonderful mason nelson because i remember the next week he was then running it all from his from his house (laughs) just on just on tricaster just like playing videos and i think the, the audio was behind because his wi-fi wasn't holding up and all this sort of stuff but then obviously you move to the to what a, uh, quite a few churches are doing now is is the youtube premiere and yeah um doing it all in advance and then setting it to to upload as a live video kind of thing how did um within that how how did you as a team sort of come to the format that we've reached now in the sort of um in how it works having the you know like the little checking in with the whoever yeah um, little graphics and stuff like that was it a fairly sort of this is what we want to achieve let's go for it or was it fairly like oh this works this works you know um and was any of it like from looking at because i mean i've you know i've been looking at other churches as well so like was any of it from watching other people and taking ideas or was it or was Mm. it pretty much homegrown and then you know because I've seen a lot of churches who've taken ideas from St. Peter's, so I wanted to know if it's a bit more of a circle. <laughs> yeah, we're probably all just stealing each, each other's yeah. ideas. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely been a learning process. Like, there's, I don't think there was a point where we were like, this is exactly how it should be. No doubt about it. Let's make it like this. Um, just trying to think. So, so some of the thought process was um, we wanted to have a bit of a structure to the check-in, so it felt kind of like you were in a familiar structure so that hence we kind of like if you watch any of the check-ins we'll start with a welcome then it has kind of like a checking in with or like kind of like family news or kind of a segment there into then worship prayer kind of um interview talk song at the end like i i particularly thought i was felt having that kind of like safety is is quite good and then within that you can be creative but having some kind of structure is quite maybe that was just me thinking in terms of like my editing head just like <laughs> quite satisfying knowing kind of having an idea what it's going to be like this week <laughs> in advance um but yeah definitely found that and and we kind of another thing just wanting with the checking in with kind of segment um wanting things to be upbeat and light-hearted and fun so like one of my favorite weeks was when we checked in with the youth and they just did um, the kind of dance to that uh, blinded, blinded by the light song. Or, um, I can't tell what the song's called. Oh yeah. Show my yeah. age. <laughs> um, but, uh, and that, like keeping things like lighthearted and stuff. Um, so there's, yeah, we've kind of, it's been a learning process um, with things like um, editing the worship and cause yeah, I mean, that was something that I definitely was, noticing other churches and what they were doing and other people and um as you say there was a real progression and like everyone kind of like was changing their videos week by week in terms of like started with just someone to camera and then it was like oh we could do split screen and then oh you could actually change who you're seeing like like on the song (laughs) and and there was kind of this progression that like all the churches at the same time did um i think for like us it was a, it was a bit of working out like what what we were trying to achieve because um, I mean the sky's the limit with like editing we could like edit together anything like whatever but I guess like um, we wanted it also to be a time of like worship I mean that's what it is isn't it so mm. it, the kind of having the filter of like whatever is going to best lead people in their homes and in this kind of weird situation where we're not all together like and we're kind of singing in our homes 
what is the best thing therefore that we could do that's going to like lead people so actually for quite a while i didn't want to do the kind of choppy worship thing um which we did actually in the end but Mm. um if we like if we could have just two people on screen the whole time that might be less distracting or something than than changing changing it all the time but um but there's lots of different reasons for all different things and there's some amazing creative videos out there of like worship and that it does lead people really well and that is um amazingly edited and very creative and like i think there's i mean i i I don't know if you guys have it but like it's very easy as a creative to be to compare yourself to other people and like to how other people edit things or do things and i definitely fall into that trap of like oh and like someone else is editing (laughs) it a certain way like or like yeah someone else is creating this amazing content like I, can yeah. I do that or like yeah am I doing am I being rubbish I think it's interesting you say that actually because I I'm currently doing all of the church stuff for my current church well I go to I go to both uh Aaron and then St Peter's in the evening when lockdown isn't a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so I'm currently doing all of the the online stuff for, for them so I kind of know kind of like the like what what you're talking about and stuff like that with with like the like seeing what other people are doing and stuff so because obviously i'm editing that one throughout the week i i often find myself watching the the st peter's ones on a sunday and it's it's just so refreshing to see how how like adaptive you are each week like you Mm. kind of you see something and then you're like oh like we could do this better and it always (laughs) seems to get better and better each week and that's kind of the, the the same thing as what we we've done we found that a lot of people, um, like not just myself, just like the people that are sending in clips from the worship team and like we do a family check-in. So we like chat with like families and stuff and just see how how they're like holding up and stuff like that. And you really see like people like watching it one week and then being like, oh, like I could do it better this week and kind of just like a constant progression. I think <laughs> that's one of the, the biggest things that I've seen from, from the lockdown stuff, especially within churches It's everyone's kind of just taken a taken like a step up uh, like a step up and it's just like oh like we can really make some really great stuff and mm. i really hope that it kind of continues on from there um yeah. but how how many people like week in week out do you do you reckon are kind of like helping to put together your services well um like there's like uh, i'm trying to think um there's there's a small team of us who actually edit um okay and then but there's a there's a team of like five or six of us that kind of um come up with what we're going to do and decide on what we're going to do this week so we had a meeting today to decide on this sunday uh and then we've which got each going out and (laughs) getting the content that we need which then comes back to me and then um i edit the check-in together so i kind of put everything together and mm. um ed- i'll edit the worship and i'll um edit the talk and put the titles on and all that kind of st- all the graphics and stuff i'd do and then i would give that to jim elliott who then um color grades everything uh also is just a second another pair of eyes to check everything yeah, over and sure. uh, he'd like adjust audio levels or something if he noticed something that wasn't quite right or um he i just i feel way more confident knowing that he's been through gym <laughs> he's just got <laughs> such an eye for detail so um yeah and it does yeah. still doesn't change the fact that on a sunday morning i'm still like terrified that i've like left in an outtake or something but yeah. um <laughs> But knowing that Jim's had it and he's kind of coloured everything. And he, I mean, he's got the hardest job because he's got to try and make iPhone footage look like, <laughs> like good yeah. <laughs> and yeah, try and yeah. like match the colours in things. And um, I remember talking about yeah. leaving in outtakes. I remember just at the beginning of lockdown, I was editing together like a little youth service for a church near here. And like, and the person talking just like halfway through a talk was like, oh, damn it. And then did about like, 15 seconds of that or whatever and then went back into it i completely missed it and it just went up and in the middle of her talk she was just like oh. 
and just completely gave <laughs> no up in the way. middle of the talk. And I was like, That's amazing. and then somebody messaged me being like, oh, by the way, you left that outtake. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> the amount of times that I've nearly, nearly <laughs> left those in are like, l- luckily I have like two yeah. or three people that will watch it through before it goes up. So. They, they kind of spot everything but the amount of times where I've like done the final watch through <laughs> oh and then they're just like oh no can we do it go again like take three yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like a little clap <laughs> and stuff like that and I'm like oh man oh like if that goes up and like hundreds of people are seeing this it's yeah, gonna be yeah, so yeah. embarrassing so embarrassing um, I know but from from like what you've kind of learned from from doing these like lockdown services have you picked up anything or are there any like tips that you could like give to anybody out there watching and that wants to kind of up up their church game or Mm. um yeah yeah it's good good question um i guess like um trying to capture so, so the kind of values and the essence of the church as much as you can so like i mentioned the kind of like we wanted to go out of our way to make the check-in feel light. So even like the way that we shot our check-in now, so we, sh- we are shooting it in the church. Yeah. Um, and we've decided to kind of like do it in an area of the church that feels m- light and like yeah, feels yeah. like mo- morning vibes and like it feels br- bright and, and playful. And so, cause that was a, va- that was a value that we wanted to communicate. And so, and then also, as I said, with the kind of like getting the youth to do some like dance and stuff like that, um, what are the values you're wanting to communicate um, and trying to do- use that in the way that you shoot it or edit, edit it together. Mm. Um, I think also thinking about who you're creating it for. So um, I, is your church check-in for like, or service, ch- whatever you call it. Um, for someone for your congregation or is it do you want it to be aimed at people that if you're logging on for the first time you're kind of pointed to the right like the website or you're pointed to the right things or you're you could understand the language um i think that's important as well like who you're aiming your checking yeah. to and yeah I, I think that's a that's a huge thing actually because it's like do you want it just to kind of be going to this small group of people and you can kind of tailor it to what you've kind of gathered from from your like in-person church services or do you want to make this like something that's going to be seen by mm. even more people than would regularly be regularly be there on a sunday mm. and it's 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 actually quite nice that these these church services can be seen by just anybody yeah. um just a just a, a bit of a random one but our church um like our pastor got a text from the the pastor of disney disney land disney world disneyland uh, in wow. is it florida yeah yeah so yeah. and yeah so he basically he he sent a text and was just like oh like i've been i've been like really touched by your your like worship and stuff that you've been doing on your sundays and stuff and i've been sharing it to all the cast and all the crew like whilst whilst we've not been open and stuff wow. and it's like and it's like it's crazy how like just this little this little church in a little little village can then be be like kind of seen on like the other side of the world by yeah, like yeah. potentially mm. some reasonably big names from <laughs> from, from disney and it's like yeah, yeah wow and i'm sure i'm sure that's the case with your church i'm sure that it's been shared around all over the place and it's it's being reached by potentially people that have wanted to go to like st peter's and stuff in the past but haven't been able to get down to brighton or whatever and now now they really get to get like kind of an insight into how you do things and what it's yeah. kind of like to be to be a part of the church. I think that's one of the, the yeah. big things that I've I taken know from this. Quite a few people who recently have gone through stuff that has meant that they've wanted to try church and it's been so easy just to be like, Oh, yep. just join me at St. Yeah. Peter's, just send them the link. Instead of, oh, come along to this church, meet all these people and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. They can try it out, they can sort of, you know, be like, Oh, mm. great, this is this is awesome. I wanna keep going, you know, whatever, without anyone actually knowing that they're there in a sense of totally, it's, yeah. it's it's this completely anonymous thing which you know is sometimes really good and sometimes isn't isn't very good but especially for people who are wanting to try like i remember reading the other day that you know like one in four people in the uk is is turning to a church service on a sunday at the moment because they're so accessible and it's like you just go on youtube and sunday morning all of these churches are just there and you know and you can just it's amazing um, yeah it's so good yeah it works so well as like a as a bridge 
and like a try before you buy yeah. type vibe yeah, for church, for sure. which is great. For, yeah, if, you, if you've yeah. never been before, you can kind of I, see what it's about. Yeah, yeah. A, ch- a church door has been opened in every home. It's like it's quite, it's quite a nice. It's just it's like a nice thing to. I I remember having conversations with people when it first happened, and they were basically saying like, "Oh, like how's this going to affect? Like people aren't going to be going to church. How are we going to do this?" But if anything, it's made it even stronger because. Like you've kind of closed the doors of like regular church, but now you've opened a church in every single person's mm. house, yeah. and potentially, like obviously, a bit further after the like when when we go back to normal, it'll be a slow process. But potentially, when things are like a bit more stable, you might even see more numbers coming yeah. through like actual church doors on a Sunday, which mm. which would be amazing to see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, with, with the with the the church services though, do. You, would, is there is there anything that you've kind of picked up and kind of moved moved on from or like are there any are there any little bits that you've mm. kind of you would suggest like avoiding or things that you you wouldn't like suggest mm. putting in your church or ways of doing things should i say uh, yeah. i couldn't get i couldn't get what any i was saying swearing, out there. cut out the swearing maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, oh it's a good question i'm trying to think Trying to think what I would have, would have learned. Swearing is a big no-no yeah, <laughs> in the church world. Just, just I mean, in general, but you know. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, um, oh, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you think there's one, there's anything one thing to do, I do with? Sorry, you go for oh, it. Oh well, one thing like that could be a quite practical editing thing is like, I mean, and this is, I, I don't even know if it's my advice, but like, because it depends again, but who you're making your services for, but. Mm. Um, we noticed that like in this kind of age, people's attention span isn't, isn't very long. So people can like switch off. So I would say there is benefit in like cutting whatever isn't necessary or like Mm. cutting a video so that it's cutting your check-in so that it is feel like, does feel tight and doesn't drag on and that like, keeps people's attention really so keeping the kind of transitions quick and if you have like an interview sometimes it doesn't work and like i wouldn't do this with like a talk but like you can you can get away with chopping stuff quite tight like you probably would with this with this podcast but like mm. um that is just cut out all my we cut like, out quite a lot on average yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's quite embarrassing um but uh yeah so you could you just kind of cut out all the chaff and just like yeah make it quite compact and leave in all the kind of gold amazing yeah i think i think that's the i've I've noticed that with a lot of churches actually whereas like a normal church service it would be like an hour and a half maybe pushing two hours and now now these church services are kind of hitting that 30 to 30 minutes to like an hour mark and it just means that people can like or like if, if they choose to like i know my parents um have started now watching St Peter's and then we'll then go and watch like Aaron's one or for example afterwards so they're they're getting two different churches yeah. in within the space of one yeah, church one show church, in yeah. real life so um I think that's that's quite a nice little thing to to think about but yeah um amazing one one final question which yeah. we ask every single guest um in the two that we've already had on <laughs> in the two, that, two that we've got so far um where yeah. do you want to be in the next five years? Where do you want to see Henry Mill oh, wow. in five years' time? What's oh, the dream? That's a good question. Oh, I'm not <laughs> very good at thinking far ahead. Um, the dream. Uh, well, in terms of like what I'm spending my time doing, like I hope to still be creating. I think like that's a big thing for me. Mm. And spending my, a lot of my time creating either music or art or videos or, what, or whatever i'd see myself doing that um still <laughs> um i think five years time so like i know this is me but it's linked to uh my so my wife hannah is training to be a vicar well actually she's just finishing training she's getting ordained this year Woo. Um, to be a vicar yeah. well not to just be a vicar but to be a uh, a priest in the church of england um so she becomes a reverend and so the plan for our life is is uh that one day we would be a part of running a church ourselves 
uh, and so in five years time, maybe that would be something that we'll, yeah. we'll be doing. Um, so maybe I'll be leading the church, but also keeping creative. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, amazing. That, that's super exciting. Um, awesome. I think, I think that is, that is all for this today. This has been great. Nice. This has been so much fun. This is like, we, we've, we've, we've had your nuggets of wisdom like shared with us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to do a lot of cutting, I think. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, if people are still listening, um, we we love talking to people like Henry. Um, we had some really good suggestions from last week. We asked people to to send in some usernames for um, for people that they um, that they want us to get on the podcast. And we usually we usually ask a guest of what their favourite emoji is, so people can send it in to us. But I think they should send a llama and then a gun. Just to <laughs> very good, and maybe very they can clever. tell us what, think, what 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 kind of what the next single from the Llama Guns should be. Yeah. <laughs> nice, amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on to chat with us. Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's, thank it's you for been having technical me. issues galore. You guys are great. It's yeah. it's been worth it. Yeah, <laughs> we will get something out. It's brilliant. Amazing. Perfect. Brilliant. Well, thanks so much. Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs>